episode number 158, 2019 Camaro Refresh Revealed. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezza. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back to another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. And I'm Jason. And is it ever? Holy cow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a great day in Camaro Land. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Al. It is a great day in Camaro Land because the 2019 Camaro has finally dropped we've only been talking about this for a year <laughs> we knew it was coming soon we we went over it in the last show in fact this is a special edition midweek podcast something we haven't done since the the i think the fifth generation was unveiled in detroit where we actually went out of sequence to, to put in kind of like a half show but this is gonna be a full show full show and we're gonna talk about everything that happened yesterday so oh man this is this has been pretty good this has been this has been exciting it makes my hair stand straight up (laughs) it really does the last 48 hours have been kind of a blur because we released a podcast on sunday that one was called 2019 camaro unveiled to dealers so we talked about the whole them showing the, the um camaro to dealers in las vegas and then we were speculating that it was it was ready to drop at any time. And, and we knew it. We were right. We were right. Uh, I got tipped off that um, the CBS morning show was going to have the 29 Camaro on Monday morning. So I went to their website, and what do you know? It's for the roll call of the morning. It said 8.20 a.m., first look at the 2019 Camaro. So, of course, I went right to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Camaro talk show. That's right. It said heads up everybody. It's coming. The 2019 Camaro getting unveiled on the CBS morning uh, show. So it, they had a nice little, nice little intro there. They, they talked about how they, how they, how they hide the cars by driving them in plain sight and how they camouflage them. And what I thought was really interesting. We were talking about this before we, we did the show that they they flash mold pieces to the car. That is so neat. To change the angles. So it's like, oh, well, this looks like, yeah. And they do that for a reason. It's really no different than putting a hollow plastic Halloween mask on. Yeah, it's true. It's it's really what you're doing. You're making it so you can't see the details, but it doesn't significantly impact uh, the drivability of the vehicle. And... It's it's really neat how they do it. I think it's neat how they finally revealed what it was. Because now, when we see more spy shots in the future, everybody will calm the heck down and not say, <laughs> oh my god, it looks like crap. Well, you're not even seeing the whole car. You're seeing something on top of the car. So just chill out. There's a whole process that goes through, and uh, I believe it's in Milford, um, where they take the cars, they, they, they flash mold these pieces, they, they camouflage it. In fact, the whole interior of the car is covered up as well. And I didn't realize that because some of the spy shots we've seen, the car was not covered up. So just curious as to where that was. They interviewed a couple different people in the, in the story. One was a guy that by the name of Ken Morris, who took um, the journalist for a ride, said the car was a high security 
uh, car that anytime it, it, it was, it was outside, it had to be covered when they stopped. And he said that basically, uh, the first time they drive it off the proving ground, it takes up the same day. A spy shot comes out the same day. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. Those spies, those spy photographers, man, they they've got them all stalked. You know, <laughs> they're, they're a bunch of professional professional stalkers. And then you saw Al. Al was in the video, um, taking him for a ride on, on the Milford Road course. Um, and then they show the car. And then they, they show, show the car. They show the car in the brand new color called Riverside Blue, which is a tribute to the '67 Penske. Uh, Donahue Camaro Trans Am race car, which looks pretty spectacular. I would say almost like a purplish blue, I would say in the sunlight. It does. It does have a bit of a hue to it. Yeah. Um, outstanding looking very well. The, the press release says it's a bold 2019 Camaro and from the comments we're seeing, very divisive. So we want to spend the next half hour or so. Yeah. Kind of, we're, we're going to um, go through what we actually saw, and then we're going to talk about what, what what the future is like for Camaro. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I think that's a real good idea. What I think we also need to do just before we get into that is to welcome all of our new listeners. Because welcome. since you posted those images, Chris, we saw an incredible jump in people joining the Facebook page. Incredible. And, uh, and Incredible so if you're amount. listening for yeah. the very first time, thank you yeah. for tuning in. This is what we do every week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also got to give a shout out to our, our good friends over at CamaroNews.com. They, they allow us to post um, over there and share our stuff. And mm-hmm. they have a huge audience there. And that was part of it. So I got to say, Jason, thank you so much. Um, we love working with you as well. Yeah, working with the folks at Camaro News, Jason and, and team, they're they're great. And that's what yeah. Camaro's all about is, yeah. is working together. Exactly. Love um, it. Let's get into it. Um, let me go through the, the press release real quick. So the first thing I saw was that blue, that blue Camaro, which was an SS. But the press release dropped, and, it, and there's a picture of a red 1LE car. But it's a Turbo 4 car. Right. They're doing a 1LE Turbo 4 car. <laughs> I think that's great. So I now that is... they've got 1LE for Turbo 4, V6, and SS now. Unbelievable. Um, uh-huh. let's, let, me, let me just read through this real quick. Chevy Today has in, uh, introduced a reinvigorated 2019 Camaro lineup with distinctive designs, new available technologies, and a first-ever Turbo 1LE. Um, a lot of with its introduction from its balance of driving fun, refinement, and value, the restyle 2019 Camaro reaches even higher with more of the design technology, the choices the customers want, said Steve Majoris, Chevrolet's marketing director for cars and crossovers. I don't know Steve. I need to get to know Steve. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised. Yeah, where's Todd? Yeah, um, <laughs> what's Todd? Yeah. Uh, it's a performer with few competitors and a pillar of Chevrolet's energized car lineup. The highlights include uh, the uh, the Camaro SS now offered with the 10L80 10-speed pedal shift automatic transmission featuring custom launch control and line lock. Very cool. Baby. (laughs) Chevrolet infotainment 
three systems, including available navigation, new available rear camera mirror, and a new available uh, forward collision alert. Uh, the performance-driven design uh, they, uh, is not only striking, but also helps to improve performance. For instance, the grille, details, and the hood and fascia vents were designed for optimum airflow, either to cool components or help minimize dra drag or lift. Camaro designers follow the mantra that all elements must not only be beautiful, but also enhance performance. Let me repeat that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, the grill details in hood and fascia vents were designed for optimum optimized airflow either to cool components and to help minimize drag or lift. Okay? We will come back to that. Mm-hmm. Design uh, highlights include a new front-end style with distinct differences between LSLT, RS, SS, including the fascia, grill, LED, dual-element headlamps, and reshaped hood. ZL1 retains its airflow-optimized front-end styling. SS front fascia with the flow tie. Flow tie. Open bow tie grill emblem and arrow enhancing air curtains, specific headlamps with new LED signature and extractor style hood. Um, RS package available on LT adds unique polished black grill with Galvano chrome lower inserts. What? <laughs> That's Gal a, Galvano. Gal Is that like fine Corinthian leather? It could be. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ricardo Montalbaum is in the video now. Um, and new <laughs> LED headlamps, an LED signature light bar, or specific rear fascia with rear diffuser and 20-inch wheels. New rear fascias for all models with specific diffusers for RS and SS when equipped with dual-mode exhaust. New LED tail lamps with a more sculpted evolution of Chevrolet's signature dual-element design. Red lenses are, are featured on LS and RT, and RS, SS, and ZL1 are featuring dark-tinted neutral-density lenses and new 20-inch wheel designs on RS and SS. And then, of course, they introduced the Turbo 1LE now. So Turbo 1LE joins V6 1LE, SS 1LE, and, uh, and ZL1 1LE to round out the lineup. Um, it includes FE3 suspension with larger diameter front and rear stabilizer bars, uh, front and rear summer-only tires, 2-liter turbo, 275 horsepower, Brembo wow. brakes with low metallic performance pads, 50-50 weight balance, driver mode selector, sport mode, track mode, competition mode with uh, sport and track mode includes performance, instrument readouts, launch control, shift light, and more. Standard suede flat-bottom steering wheel with shift knob plus available Ricardo seats. Not Ricardo seats. <laughs> uh, the 2019 Camaro offers a next-gen uh, infotainment 3 with all new systems that provide a more personalized experience and more intuitive interface. Uh, let's see what else we got here. So the standard system includes a 7-inch diagonal color touchscreen. An 8-inch diagonal touchscreen running infotainment 3 is available, including with navigation, Additional new technology features and enhancements include uh, the standard rear camera on the 2SS and the ZL1 offers a wider, less obstructed field of view using a camera display that eliminates potential obstructions such as rear body panels, pillars, or seat headrests. A nice. conventional rear view mirror view is also available. 
Um, it also says improved standard rear vision camera system with a new digital high definition camera that offers improved view quality. Ford Collision Alert uh, is, joins Camaro's roster. And enhanced performance data recorder is now available on SS. Oh, man. Uh, you see uh, what's happening here. Yeah, I do. So that is the press release. The, it, it's, it's the trickle-down performance theory. Mm -hmm. It starts at the top, and it starts migrating its way down. I mean, ZL11LE's got it. ZL1's got it. And right. now Camaro SS has it. Let's break these down, dude. What do you think? First, what was your first initial reaction? Well, as 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 a member of the media, um, it is my duty to be honest, and that's also in the face of when people may disagree with me. But my opinion, and my opinion alone, is is that I need, I, I really got to see this in person. I agree, and I, I hope agree. that my initial impression is incorrect because I, I think it's a little too complicated in the front myself. Okay, I think there's too much going on. That that doesn't give it that sleek, um, simple, no compromise look. It it it's starting to to me. It looks it's re very reminiscent of um, like a, a standard like Hyundai or Honda sedan in the complications of the grill area to give it uh, a visual treatment that it, I don't think it needs. Mm -hmm. And I, I I like that they're doing different completely different front end treatments between uh, the SS and the, 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 the two liter turbo one LE. Um, but boy, it, it seems like it's getting too complicated for, for the sake of being complicated. Now I am, we all, Chris, you, we know, we've seen this a million times, a million times when it, when it comes out in the press releases, when it comes out in the spy pictures or the first initial releases, like, it it doesn't it doesn't capture the Camaro is very hard to capture because of the compound angles and the colors and everything how, what it really looks like, and um, I don't think the angles that they used on the CBS show was was very flattering, um, and I think the color might not have demonstrated exactly it didn't translate onto the screen from real life because that color if you've seen the Mark Donahue car that color is very bold and it mm -hmm. doesn't translate to the screen very well. So I, I think I need to give it a true fair shake right. by seeing it in person right. and walking around it and seeing it from different angles. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm mixed. I'm very mixed. So my initial reaction was I saw the front end of the SS and I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's, that's a little busy going on. And, and, yeah. and, and wow, what did they do with the bow tie? Okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. But then it. like. Not even five minutes later, the pictures of the Turbo One LE dropped, and I was like, "Wow! Now, now that looks good. Mm -hmm. um, it's different because the bow tie is up higher now, which doesn't. Yeah. I, I think kind of yeah. kills the busyness that that's going on. Uh -huh. But then, as I you know went back through and read the press release, let me let me read this once again. Sure. The the grill details in the hood and fascia vents were designed for optima, optimized airflow, either to cool components or help minimize drag or lift. So like the Camaro team's always saying, they're always looking for ways to improve performance. 
did they do it at a cost of mm. beauty? Because the next line says, Camaro designers follow the mantra that all elements must only be beautiful, must only be beautiful, but also enhance performance. They added the flow tie to the SS, which is functional. They added the hood extractors, functional. I don't know. Like, like, well, like you originally said, I got to see this in person. I, I want to see this driving down the road at me, or I want to see it in my rearview mirror. I want to see what it looks like. I agree, and to anybody who say this says they don't like it, I encourage them to try to try to kind of smash those feelings until you see it in person and really get an angle on it. We see this every time. We see this every time. This isn't we our first it, rodeo, as we you saw and I it were in talking the 90, about. 1998 Camaro. Yeah, we saw it in the 2014 refresh. Until you can take your hand and you can run it along the front end of the car. And figure out why they did the what they did, and then and and actually get down and look at it at different angles. Uh-huh. I don't think you can make a, a a judgment. I've seen we. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this early show this week. Yes. To try to and calm explain, people. Down. Yeah, calm down. Calm the f down, people. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, old Pete's. It's it's a brand new refresh. Everybody. Oh, it's a Dodge Charger. It's a Dodge Charger. It's a Honda. Um, well, well, do you, do you realize no. that a lot of different automotive manufacturers, they share the same type of cues because, well, that's the same way the air flows into the car. It's also a design trend aspect. There was yeah. a time in the, uh, I don't know, I'd say early mid nineties where everything was jelly bean shaped. You name it. The vehicle was jelly bean shaped and yeah. it had jelly bean shaped rear windows and jelly bean shaped freaking headlight capsules and 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 you know what the camaro was no exception in the 1998 refresh how'd the front look like a freaking catfish with jelly bean eyes yeah so it, it is a design trend it's it's well but then the counterpoint is is that the camaro doesn't need to follow a design trend it needs to blaze its own trail exactly what it did in 2010 yep yep uh, but then, well, actually, no, because everybody said it looks too much like a 69 Camaro and that they weren't going to buy it because if they wanted a 69 Camaro, they'd buy a 69 Camaro. And these same people, are they saying it looks like a Hyundai, so I should just buy a Hyundai because that's, you know, what I should do, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I found this link. I found this link on Camaro 6, and someone posted this saying that this this gentleman named John Mack, who was head of design for Camaro, I, I can't verify this. I, I don't know who John Mack is. Um, but this is what they said about the front end. Um, it isn't immediately obvious, but according to Mac, there's a little bit of original Camaro in the new front ends. The RS and the base LT model, they actually have a design that kind of has homage to the first gen. When you have a larger center opening grill, the lower grill also that is downplayed. Mm. You you might think the design team would update the Camaro SS first, but that's not necessarily the case. We started off by actually kind of doing what we feel is right for the trim level, said Mac. We want to make a very impactful graphical statement and its face and has to have an emotional quality to it. When you get into the SS, you want to look that's more over the top. 
so that it becomes a bolder expression. The graphics are going to be, I think, more unique, something that could be t a touch polarized. But again, keep that sinister face to the vehicle that wants to evoke an emotion. You see that in your rearview mirror, you think, holy cow, what's that? I need to get out of its way. Okay. I found that quote. I don't know. I don't know who this John Mack is. I just I just pulled this out. Um, people kind of countered that with, okay, it's a jack-o'-lantern with no teeth. <laughs> um I have I have seen this this by far in in modern times has been the most divisive uh design change for Camaro that I've seen. Because with the age of social media now, everybody's an auto critic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and everybody was gonna buy it. Oh yeah, and everybody's gonna buy this car. No, they're not. Well, not now. No, not, they're not. now. Yeah. No, they're not. <laughs> their their voice is is better than everybody else's, and um, this this car's garbage. Everybody at GM needs to be fired. No, no, guys, no. take a seat, take a breath, relax, and by this summer, this is probably going to be growing on you, because you're going to be like, you know what, that that refresh, that's not too bad. Yeah, I'm getting used to it. There's um, there's an angle that was released by Chevrolet of this car. And it, it, I'm not sure I found it. I just did, did a search and I found it. It's almost like a three quarter. You're looking straight on the car, but like from about like a 15 foot height. Okay. Straight down at the front. Yeah. That really helps to show the depth of the front end of this car. And it's, it makes it so you, you, you go, Oh, okay. Like it, it, some of the pictures just don't don't quite do it. It looks like the front is flat, and it's not. It's still slightly angled, hmm. and I think that really helps. But because there's so much going on on that front end, it, again, does not translate well in a still image. you got to hit that angle just right. Not to mention, every single image that gets released by Chevrolet, well, almost, is computer-generated. Yeah. And, and it lacks... And I've said this from when I worked on the on the Chevrolet website. Those computer-generated images lack life. There's something about it. They can get as good as good as they can, but when it comes to a car, there's just something. There's there's a two percent difference in reality that it doesn't pick up, and it's noticed in the overall picture of things. Hmm. And I'm a big person on details matter. Little yeah. details add up to a lot. Yeah. And I think I think that if you see this car in person, you're going to see the depth of this front end. And I wasn't even thinking about it until I saw the nose of it. And now I'm like, okay, okay. I'm not feeling so creepy about it. Okay. Um, we talked a lot about the front end. What do you think about the new taillights? The new, and I'm looking the at those end. now, too. I think Not a whole lot of images of them. Dude, I think it's hot. I think it's hot. I think, I think people with 16 to 18 cars are going to be wanting to put these taillights in their car. That's how hot I think they are. Really? Yes. You like them that much, huh? I you do. like them better than the 14? I do. Remember the 14s? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People were hating on those like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, hmm. I, I think they're hot, man. 2019 uh, Camaro features new LED tail lamps with a more sculpted evolution of Chevrolet's signature. Wow. Wow. Now, what about the wheel? What do you think about the new wheel? Um, and you know what? That's a, I haven't even looked at it. Yeah, take a look. I've, you, looked, at, I've looked at everything else. Yeah, it's the new 20-inch wheel. Uh, it's black. It's like a twisted five spoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like twisted. I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Directional wheels were a thing. Um, 
again, mid-late 90s. And then they kind of faded out, and then they went to a, 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 a more classic design. And it seems like they're coming back. I'm seeing a lot of aftermarket manufacturers making a twisted five-spoke. Um, I'm indifferent on it. I, I don't prefer them myself. Yeah. But, you know, in scrolling through these images that, I, that I'm looking at, have you seen the picture of the silver convertible? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Those wheels look good. Yeah. It's like a split five-spoke with some serious definition. Um, not, not, not the biggest fan of that, that twisted five-spoke. Okay. But you know what? It complements the front end, though. It does. I was going to say, they're too complicated. But then again, it matches the front end of the... You know what? The it's more working. I look at it, the more I'm starting to like it. It's working. Yeah. And I'm willing to bet if I see it in person, I'm going to say, yeah, I can't wait to destroy one of these in my yeah. Z06. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I say that a lot. I'm a typical Corvette asshole now. Uh, um, no, you know, just... We got to see it in person. We got to see more of the car in person. I can't. I can't wait to see this in person. I really can't. You know what? I can't wait to do is drive one of those Turbo One LEs. Oh, they're they're nice. They're so nice too. Can you imagine how fun of a car that is going to be mm-hmm. on a daily basis? I was I was just having a conversation with Jason Port yesterday, and I was telling him if I lived in a warmer climate that didn't get any snow, I would probably have a turbo car. As my daily driver. My wife has a turbo car as her daily driver. Oh, she, she of course, it's, yeah. it's an all-wheel drive Buick Encore, but... Yeah. Um, oh, this car know, is just made, I think. You know, here, here's, here's, here's just a crazy thought, just, just out of nowhere. I, uh, I, I, Chris, you know this, but nobody else does. I, I lost my job a week and a half ago uh, due to downsizing. Position was eliminated. All the work that I'm looking to find, the, the positions that are open, are about 40 miles away from where I live. And I thought, boy, that's going to suck for my Grand Cherokee. And then I thought, well, wait a minute. Just now, I just thought of this. Wait a minute. What if I trade my Grand Cherokee in on a Turbo One LE for mm. highway enjoyment and economical fun? You're making a lot of sense here right now. I like where this conversation is going. Because we get <laughs> we get a dusting of snow. And the whole town shuts down, so you don't have to worry about driving. <laughs> that's right. Boy. Boy. And then screw in some more boost and put a bigger turbo and intercooler on that thing. Make yep. it run 11s. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like where mm. this conversation's going. I do. Yeah. Suddenly, I like this car more and more, just talking so, it through yeah. and, and being logical and fair about it. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, you know you know, you know what would make it better, though? What's that? You know what can make everything about this, the new re- refresh? Better what if they just ditched it and brought back the IROC Z? Oh my god! Right. So we've been getting some 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 pretty div- like I said divisive comments, very divisive comments, and and I I had to screenshot one just soon after. I mean, there's yep. we literally have thousands of comments on our on our Facebook page oh right now. Oh my gosh! And and I I had to send this to you because I was laughing. <laughs> And I'm like, it's easy to laugh. Really, really, uh-huh. you know. And the, simply, the the message was, let me read this. I copied it here. It's in it's in my messenger here. Effing garbage. Bring, garbage. Bring back the IROC Z. Well, James Sims. <laughs> oh wow! Called him up by name. Throwing the gauntlet down. Why not? Why not? It's a public message on a public Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You can go buy an Iraq Z. Yeah, yeah go buy one and, mm-hmm. and be quiet. Yeah. Don't you, crap all over what other people you could enjoy. You're probably never going to buy this car anyways. Ever. Ever. And, and, and if anybody was going to buy it, they mm-hmm. would not be so quick just to dismiss it by not even seeing it in person. Yeah, yeah. They were, they were, they were not serious about it at all. Yeah. So, so to wrap this whole car up in a bow, that's what I want us to talk about. Mm-hmm. I like everything about it, but the placement of the bow tie. And people have been photoshopping and <laughs> moving the bow tie up where it actually looks better. But it does. This is a, on the SS, and I'm t- only talking about the SS. Right. It's a functional piece. It's a flow tie. It's mm-hmm. serving a purpose. You know how many hours that probably this thing probably spent in a wind tunnel. <laughs> you know how much <laughs> how many how much money they spent exactly. On this? They didn't um, do it because they think it looks great and don't care if other people think it sucks. They did it because it works. Once again, I got to see it in person. I got to see it in person. Yeah. You know, Al listens to the show, Al Oppenheiser, and he was on that CBS special. And, uh, you know, he's a good guy. He's a great guy. He's a, he's the, one of the best guys we could ever imagine for being the the, the chief engineer for this car. So, Al, I'm going to say this right now. You got to get my hands on one of those Turbo One LEs. Yeah. Let, me, let me borrow one for a week. Because I think that I think it's a great that even, day in Camaro Land. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I am dying to try that car, and I yeah. have not been able to yet. Yeah, I we, mean just the just the two liter turbo. Yeah, the one LE is 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 an extra slice of cheese on the cheeseburger, yeah. you know. Yeah, and bacon and bacon and bacon. Yeah, but you know what? We got a lot more to talk about on this car. But we're not the only ones. This is going to be a two part show. Uh huh. So you're going to have to tune in to this weekend when we regularly release our program to get part two because a lot of you called in soon after the the Camaro was unveiled and we want to know what you guys are saying. We have heard you loud and clear mm-hmm. on our Facebook page. And I, I got to say, it's generally not good. Not good. I would say 48%. 48% not good. <laughs> So we, we we just wanted to release this kind of quell the quell the 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 I don't know I want to say outrage but it's just this this like take a breath sit down relax that's right okay that's take right a look at the car okay and 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 look at it again and we will be back this weekend to continue this discussion peace thanks for listening to the Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya!